Blog Talk Radio. Where not just women are in danger, but all marginalized people. Where being uniquely different right now might truly be considered a crime. It seems as though we had all slipped into a false sense of comfort that justice would prevail and that good would win in the end. Well, good did not win this election. But good will win in the end. So what today means is that we are far from the end. Today marks the beginning. The beginning of our story. The revolution starts here. The fight for the right to be free, to be who we are, to be equal. Let's march together through this darkness and with each step know that we are not afraid. That we are not alone that we will not back down. That there is power in our unity and that no opposing force stands a chance in the face of true solidarity. And to our detractors that insist that this march will never add up to anything. Austin Red here with Friday Java, a weekly magazine of political theory, polling, and commentary. It is part of the Pink History Collins people that make up this fascinating journey. We are part of the Obama network. For that, we make no apologies. What we pledge to do is give you the facts on a bridge to history. What body politics is, the most up-to-date theories of political science and cephalic. Stay tuned for this incredible ride. Boston Red, peace out. Friday Java, our weekly magazine from WBRN Radio and on the Boston Red Network. This is the 11th of January, 2018. Boston Red here from the Jerry Pippen Broadcast Booth. Very interesting uh, magazine show that we have. We'll start off, of course, with the appearance at the uh, border of the U.S. and a proposed wall by uh, D.J. Trump, the president. And we have the latest there. He appeared uh, there in uh, Texas went to a uh, border control uh, patrol, I should say, a station, and greeted uh, border patrol agents. Uh, many people have already seen this, so we don't waste time on it. At the same time, almost a million uh, federal workers are uh, furloughed. Some are forced uh, to work uh, without uh, pay 
and those uh, problems uh, that the families are, are getting. We'll get to that. Some are selling items on uh, Craigslist, eBay, you name it. No doubt in some areas they're having garage sales uh, to just literally get by day to day. And in a civilized country in the year 2000, in 2019, that is unconscionable, no doubt about it. And what would be the uh, political effects if uh, D.J. Trump does decide uh, to uh, issue a, a state of national emergency? Well, first of all, it would cause a commotion in Congress, uh, but that's a political side. Lawsuits in the courts would make it uh, very uh, tenuous. There's one side that says he could uh, do it under his executive powers. Another side says that not, and where is in the, in the middle, we don't know. But at the same time, uh, this this whole idea, if there is an executive order and the Army Corps is commissioned to do it, then why did we have the shutdown that cost uh, billions of dollars? That's a big question that only D.J. Trump and his administration can answer. And the misery index that went up amongst the federal workers that were furloughed, or furloughed, I should say. Congress, incidentally, has passed legislation to pay the federal workers. But this is not the contractors. There are all kinds of contractors, and people that clean uh, federal buildings, to people that maintain a uh, computer code. Many of those people will not be paid. And uh, you can bet uh, the House, as LBJ would say, that uh, some of the uh, programmers... Uh, software developers, etc., whose uh, craft or trade or profession are in higher demand, will be looking uh, for other jobs. And as soon as they find them, and uh, they will start uh, to relocate, because many of these firms will pay relocation, and it would obviously depend upon the uh, person's attachment to that area i.e. if they own a house or they have family there, etc. If that's not the case, younger, particularly younger people that are much more mobile will be in Silicon Valley and stops in between. There is obviously no doubt about that. The uh, changing landscape, and at the same time, we are starting to see uh, redundancies or layoffs on uh, Numbers Man. That is our economics program where we move from the macro section or a part of uh, the science of economics, we'll call it the science. There are many had a discussion uh, with a fellow this week about uh, political science, and what we explained to him was a classic uh, definition of who gets what and uh, when. Now, political science has evolved since Richard Nixon made the statement, we in politics do not have a science. Well, there's more numbers, and we have our uh, friends from the University of Virginia. That's Larry Sabato's shop, his crystal ball. There's a guest writer there, and we just found him on a Twitter. We'll get to that one. But as we do every uh, week when we present the crystal ball, we pay our respects to the late Heber Heyer. Heber Heyer was a fighter uh, for freedom that was murdered uh, by neo-Nazis 
and uh, various uh, right-wing factions that were demonstrating in Charlottesville, Virginia. One person has already been uh, convicted there, and others are coming uh, to trial there in Charlottesville, Virginia. This was the same case that D.J. Trump blamed uh, both sides. It's important because of the polarization. If those elements are elements that also support the program of D.J. Trump, the wall, etc., that walls them into a certain category. And that extends beyond a D.J. Trump. One of the things we've noticed here, and this is not anecdotal information, that uh, about 80% of the GOP uh, support uh, D.J. Trump's uh, in uh, this uh, shutdown effort. The Republicans in the House are almost unanimous in supporting uh, the Trump administration. And in the Senate, McConnell would not even take up the uh, Democrats' bill to reopen. It all has uh, consequences. So this will go much beyond the shutdown, which will eventually reopen the government. Does it matter if uh, it's three weeks, four weeks, or two months? Well, the problem is the longer the government stays down, the more difficult it is to reopen, the more harm will come to the uh, federal uh, workers. There's no doubt about that. Some of the Republicans are getting uh, nervous. Some are not. But we encourage uh, people to uh, call uh, the White House. They have a line available. And uh, make your opinions known uh, to them. And uh, to uh, senators, uh, whether it's your senator or a different senator, particularly if you're from a red state, make sure that you call call old man McConnell. And if uh, several hundred thousand of you do that, old man McConnell's uh, phone lines will be busy. And so will the White House. We haven't seen yet, and the, part of the reason for this is the way Monopoly uh, Media has uh, packaged this as a partial shutdown. But it is a significant shutdown when you have almost a million workers involved in the shutdown. That would be like a lockout where you have 100,000 workers involved. There are very few, if any, union workplaces where you have that many people. Uh, out in Los Angeles, the school district, the Unified School District, is uh, contemplating a strike on Monday. There's 30,000 of them. And that would be a rather large uh, union or workplace. But when you start talking about hundreds of thousands of workers being locked out, locked down, and left out, that is a very significant number of workers. If it were only 100,000 workers, that would still be the largest uh, largest union contingency you would have, uh, period. There are very, very few, in fact, I can think of any sectors now, if, say, for instance, the number of workers, uh, union workers at GM or Ford or any of the other large corporations have, very few of them, if any, have over 100,000 workers. So we're talking about a significant number. When you get into... 800,000, almost a million, that's 800,000 federal workers. You have uh, thousands of uh, contractors that are not union, that are also locked out, furloughed, whatever you want to call it. And some of these workers uh, are forced to work. Now, how they're getting to work, I have no idea. How they're literally eating while they go to work, you obviously can't have people 
in the TSA starving to death and uh, passing out while they are checking uh, the baggage at the airlines. Let's uh, go to this. This is the Washington Post. This is Eric Wiemer uh, here and Josh uh, Dawson and Michael DeBoss and Sue Me Kim. And this article in term uh, entitled, excuse me, Trump administration lays the ground to uh, declare uh, an emergency. The administration is eyeing on used mon monies that the Army Corps of Engineers uh, have in their budget. There's something like 13.9 billion allocated, but not spent for civil uh, work projects. That two people uh, said that for me, the Army Corps could get this uh, thing going in about 45 days. The list includes dozens of flood control projects in areas affected by recent disasters, the uh, Texas uh, coastline inundated by Hurricane Harvey, and parts of Puerto Rico battered by uh, Hurricane uh, Mara. The uh, military uh, construction budget is, uh, is also being looked at as a potential uh, source for unspent funds with billions more potentially available there. And we'll get to, in a minute, the Wall Street Journal's article here. Um, Democrats are uh, staunchly opposed uh, to uh, leading uh, to a, a partial shutdown on, on Saturday. This Saturday will be the longest in U.S. history. We've already done numbers of federal uh, workers involved, national parks, meat inspection and processing of other federal services. They're multiplying. So they're moving along. Uh, Speaker Pelosi uh, refused to agree to pay for the wall, and she was correct about this. And also a timetable for national emergency decoration. The president said he would see how it uh, goes with Congress. Well, the, the situation is if he declares a national emergency, he just declares a national emergency. They've been declared more. Uh, they've been declared in the past. They will be declared in the future. So that is the way that situation uh, will look. A number of Republicans expressed qualms or outright opposition about declaring a national emergency. But it doesn't really matter. Uh, it's not the way to do it. I can't understand why they are looking at it. That's from Mike Simpson. He's from Idaho. I don't like the idea of putting out uh, money out of defense and military construction and the Army Corps of Engineers, Lucy McCoskey, she's from uh, Alaska. She replied, uh, no, and, and that was all. Lindsey Graham, he accused uh, Pelosi of uh, intransient. Well, Lindsey Graham is a fool, so there we go. We'll just end that query right there. The president has various powers to act unilaterally. Some claim is inherited in the Constitution. That's very tenuous in itself. On Capitol Hill, most lawmakers and aides are anticipating a decoration under the uh, 1976 uh, National Emergencies Act, which sets out a formal process for declaring a uh, an uh, emergency and for Congress to revoke it. Well, that would be a very, very interesting situation. The use of emergency powers to build a wall is unlawful, and we are prepared to sue as needed. That is from Lee uh, Gorellant, Deputy Director of the uh, American Civil Liberties Union Immigration Rights uh, Project. 
There's going to be a lot of lawsuits. There's no no doubt about that. Uh, Brian C.J. He's an attorney for the Center for Biological Diversity. Those uh, deal-minded uh, Republicans have uh, shuttered um, Monday morning between meetings um, with Old Man McConnell and Pence. It doesn't really matter there what meeting uh, they have. Uh, it would work and it would end up in the courts. What this basically does is it will, t if the uh, emergency will take the illness out of Congress and uh, put it into the courts, and also at the same time uh, the the uh, House will get legislation to revoke any national emergency that D.J. Trump uh, has. So, in other words, the House uh, passed two more spending bills that would open parts of the government, uh, largely with Democratic votes, a handful of Republicans in a support, the 12 for funding of the Department of uh, Transportation, Housing, Urban Development, 10 for funding the uh, Agriculture Department and Food and uh, Drug Administration of agencies. Trump has made it clear he vetoed it, and uh, McConnell, the old man, said repeatedly that he will not bring it up. So, in other words, you won't hear uh, from this at all. Let me uh, jump along here out to Los Angeles. We'll have more on this uh, on uh, the week that was. 30,000 teachers in uh, Los Angeles uh, set to strike over class size. The former uh, disgraced uh, Secretary of Education, Arnie Duncan, he was on to Barack Obama and uh, Bill Gates have talked about class size. There have been studies there, yet in many districts, class size 30, 40, even 50 students uh, is a major issue in the impasse in Los Angeles. Uh, 30 years, teachers are from the Los Angeles Unified District are set to strike. California's new governor, Gavin Newsom, uh, proposed a $209 billion budget that would significantly boost funding for public schools. After an announcement, the Los Angeles Unified District sent out a release saying it would offer a new proposal class size uh, on a Friday. So we'll have more of this on the uh, week that was, uh, and uh, we'll bring it up uh, up to date. Now let's move along a little more here. We'll also have on the week that was uh, a uh, Green Book uh, controversy piles up, and uh, the uh, firm faces a bumpy ride to the Oscar uh, morning. The makers of Green Book, a uh, feel-good story about a resourceful hustler hired to drive a black uh, pianist uh, named Don uh, Shirley on a concert tour through the Deep South in uh, 1962. Uh, we're riding high uh, Sunday night uh, at the Golden Gloves. I win for pitcher, uh, excluding the uh, win for pitcher, comedy, musical, Etc. support for motion picture screen. If they could uh, find a common ground, said director and co-writer uh, Peter uh, Fairley, uh, referring to his lead character, we all can. Three days later, Fairley himself in a, on a common ground with the film's uh, co-writer, uh, Nick uh, Valinger, both of whom became immersed in controversial uh, over past behavior. For Fairley was uh, an excerpt from a uh, 1998 Newsweek profile in which he talked about repeat, repeatedly, uh, anyway, 
pulling out his number uh, on the film set as a dirty practical joke. Uh, Valonga uh, was uh, castigated uh, for a 2015 tweet supporting uh, Donald Trump's false claim that the Muslims in New Jersey celebrated the destruction of the uh, World Trade Short, uh, World uh, Trade Center shortly after Valonga uh, Valonga Valonga deleted his uh, tweet. The latest controversy contains a Green Book roller coaster ride. Through the awards session, the uh, movie uh, premiered uh, to little advance hype in the Toronto uh, Film Festival in September, becoming an underdog recipient of the uh, event's uh, People's Choice Award, an honor that it went to past Oscar winners like uh, Slay Dog Millionaire, 12 Years a Slave, and The King's uh, Speech. Remember, those a long time ago. Critics immediately slammed uh, Green Book as yet another Hollywood movie about American racism, but fanned its a story from uh, for a white savior's from a white savior's perspective. The assessment uh, picked up steam in uh, November when uh, Shirley's uh, relative uh, spoke out against the movie, claiming that they had not been consulted before during the production and asserting that Shirley himself did not want a film made about his life. His last living brother, uh, Maurice, said he wouldn't see the Green Book because it was full of lies. Also in early November, the leading uh, man, uh, Vincenzo uh, Morsensen, uh, came on to fire for using the N-word during a uh, award uh, session Q&A as he attempted to discuss how many times times have changed uh, since the uh, era depicted in the film. There's nothing in me that believes that uh, Vagino is racist, co-star Ali uh, said during a, a Times interview. And uh, in the event he used the word it wasn't intended to be racist, it was uh, the opposite. The Green Book, which is... Uh, Helped many a uh, uh, pig uh, for breakout uh, commercial success. Opened in a, a limited release and a surprising tempered uh, per screen average of about $13,000. I was doing the Thanksgiving uh, weekend when more than 100,000 uh, cinemas had uh, grossed a respectable enough uh, $36 million since its release. The award season voters have responded with more enthusiasm in addition to the uh, globes of the Green Book was uh, the National uh, Board of Review's Best Picture honor, and it uh, was one of the uh, year's uh, 10 best movies by the American Film Institute. With uh, Valonga's uh, tweet and uh, Ferrelli's uh, past actions resurfacing many in the film industry, are reacting with a mixture of anger, fear, and curiosity about the timing of the res uh, revelation. No doubt about that. A lot of schemes going on out here. Last year, uh, General Animals, uh, they, uh, Taroma, uh, that is the shape of water, was hit with a plagiarism lawsuit the uh, day after the final Oscar balloting. 
shape one of the best pitcher. Uh, judge dismissed the lawsuit and so forth and so on. A lot of things going on these days uh, out here. Uh, for really uh, issued a statement Wednesday saying, uh, "True, I was an idiot. I did this decades ago, and I thought it was uh, being a funny." I'm embarrassed and it made me uh, cringe now. I'm deeply sorry. He issued his, uh, issued his uh, um, apology. Privately sources close to the Green Book's filmmakers uh, said that they have uh, been uh, bracing uh, for, uh, for renewed round of criticism following the film's high-profile success at the Golden Globe Awards. Nick uh, Valonger, uh, Val, uh, let me see, Valonger wrote to Green Book. Uh, La La Land producer uh, Jordan uh, Horowitz uh, tweeted, uh, sharing Valonger's uh, uh, Valonger's uh, 2015 tweet. My industry gave him a golden glove for writing. This remains on his uh, timetable. And Mashana Ali is a Muslim and a beautiful and generous but anyway, whatever. So this is the story moving along. Green Book also has uh, many champions within the African-American community, including a consulting a producer, Octavia Spencer, Quincy Jones activist, uh, Harry Belafonte called uh, Ferrelli after uh, seeing the film and wrote a statement saying in part, I knew uh, Don Shirley and, in fact, uh, have had an office uh, across the street from him uh, at uh, Carnegie Hall, and I experienced much of what he did in the same time. The movie is accurate and is true, and it's a wonderful movie. Few people who uh, appeared to be objecting to the movie, depiction of the time the man uh, are uh, dead wrong. It's... uh, basis of resentment stems from having it been written and directed by someone who is not African-American. Well, that's an unfortunate situation. That does happen. I agree with them. Uh, I disagree with them even more. Belafonte continued, there are many perspectives from which to tell the same story, and all can be true. How the uh, latest uh, controversy we'll hear are uh, potentially helped Green Book uh, through the next uh, few weeks, uh, Hollywood Awards, um, the Oscars uh, nominating uh, continues through money nominations will be announced on the twenty uh, second of January later this month. This is of uh, the Green Book. I, I didn't think we would do this, but I decided we would uh, go ahead and do it. Uh, the Green Book there. One thing I was not familiar with was uh, that the character in the book, Don uh, Shirley, uh, was uh, an actual uh, person that was a musician and was driven uh, through the South. Let's go to the people at the uh, University of uh, West, uh, the University of Virginia. We'll get it right in a minute here. Things are, uh, again, hiding from us. Incidentally, we'll have a special on uh, farming and uh, the uh, Trump tariffs. I've been looking at this uh, for uh, some time here, and we'll uh, 
get around uh, to it. A number of programs we have uh, planned here, and we will uh, get to them, including an open source uh, report as we move uh, through uh, uh, this particular situation. We'll just take a break. It is WBRN Radio and the Boston Red Network. We'll be right back as soon as we find the people. The uh, crystal ball, uh, Sabato's crystal ball, is the wondering voter how the uh, 2018 gubernatorial results reflect uh, the uh, 2016 presidential voting. There's a guest here, Noel Rudnick, I suppose, uh, Rudnick, R-U-D-N-I-C. He's a guest columnist. He is uh, from the uh, University of Ohio State University, contributed to Decision uh, Desk headquarters there. Anyway, we'll get into this. Uh, the key points, uh, the governor's races have continued along the same uh, Realignment patterns that emerged in the 2016 presidential election and analysis of uh, protest third-party votes for president in 2016 indicates these voters were likely to pick the Democratic side in the uh, 2018 election. That's an interesting proposition that goes back a very long time. I recall once uh, working in a... uh, campaign, I believe it was in Texas, it could have been in Kansas, but nonetheless a veteran politician was telling us uh, we were uh, running a progressive candidate, that a progressive candidate always helped people like him, he was a, a traditional a liberal, populist, etc., and uh, it would uh, help impact uh, his uh, races in the future and the district as a whole. So anyway, this is basically the same thing sort of rehashed here. In uh, 2018, Democrats uh, won over suburban voters to cruise to roughly an 8.5 win in the National House vote, even as the rural districts remained red in the uh, following the windup. I looked at each uh, party's uh, made gains in the past, and I looked at... uh, Third-party performance in 2016 acting as a leading indicator where there was a group of lost voters that uh, would uh, pick a side in case for the Democrats and against the party in the White House. The lean of a uh, county is defined in a statewide uh, margin subtracted from the margin in the county. And, for example, the Republicans won a county by 5% in the uh, a state, the same candidate won by uh, 2%, then uh, the uh, lean would be uh, 3%. If four years later, in 2018, the Republican won the county by 8%, while winning uh, by uh, 1% uh, statewide, uh, then the county's lean would be 7%, and the difference in the uh, lean now would be 4%. Uh, figures below show the changes. I'll attach this. I won't go into all of this uh, Those familiar with the county map see that uh, most parts of the uh, trend from the 2016 presidential election continued. Suburban and cities became a blur as uh, rural districts continued uh, lurching uh, rightward, right wing in other words. The direction and magnitude of uh, the change from 212 to 216 contests uh, 
went uh, the uh, lean change in the governor's races from uh, 16 as followed from 6 from 14 to 16 by one way figured out what happened in 18 was uh, to use uh, a, a continuation of the trend in margins but there was also uh, an even more revealing a way to look at the new set of democrats in the midterm my personal theory is that these were ex-Republicans, especially those from uh, suburban districts, and that uh, balanced uh, voters from uh, Democrats in 218 made up the new uh, swing vote. But uh, these uh, voters uh, didn't vote uh, for Hillary Clinton. Uh, there's long been, uh, we agree with his analysis there, and uh, we, we uh, talked about uh, people that compared the race in uh, 2016 which states that Hillary Clinton won uh, with counties and districts and trying to compare that with 18. The problem there was that uh, if real progress was to be made in those in most of those districts, not all, voters that did not vote for Hillary Clinton or voters that uh, did not vote or voters that stayed home or whatever, or even some Republican voters and, and mostly independents would needed to switch. And evidently that is what happened here. And he goes on to say these voters uh, backed uh, third-party candidates, and uh, like us with the Greens in 2016, opted uh, not to vote for either of the two uh, unpopular major parties. In order to test his theory, uh, the first thing I did was to devise a uh, measure to compare a minor party performance uh, levels across the years. And he called upon uh, David uh, Lepin, I suppose, uh, uh, election almanac. Uh, I then used a uh, relative measure in order to compare the performance in a in a one year, not only to all other uh, counties that uh, election, but also within the counties for all years back to um, 1980, for example, if a third party. In a uh, county recorded 4.5% uh, and 3% nationwide, then the performance there would uh, would uh, be uh, equal to 50% uh, point uh, three to com uh, to compare over years. I took the medium since 1980 and compared each year to the medium in that county. The figure will show that, and you'll see that when you look at it uh, there. One can see the obvious pattern in this map. For instance, uh, much of New Mexico is uh, shaded blue, indicative of the libertarian. That was Gary Johnson, who at one time was a uh, the governor of New Mexico. The new map in uh, Figure 4 combined uh, of Figure 3 and the change in uh, presidential margin from 12 to 16, 2000. And deep red is where third-party performance was down relative to the historic uh, baseline and the margin shifted towards the Republicans. Dark blue is the same but shifted towards the Democrats. The light uh, red on the other hand was where the third party performance was higher than usual but the margin uh, still uh, shifted uh, right foot. Uh, light blue is where the third party performance shifted to Democrats. You see a lot of that happening in uh, New Mexico. And on here first you can see that the margin changed uh, by who gained has uh, the largest impact, and he discussed that the categories 
that moved towards Republicans uh, in uh, 2016 were from uh, third-party underperformed. Uh, Valeen, uh, 12% towards Republicans as a medium. But when uh, third parties uh, did better than historic average, they uh, moved uh, 12% more uh, Republican and sizable and significant uh, third parties were uh, were down, only moved 1% more for the Democrats. And this is where it's finished up. Uh, the inverse relationship here shows that as a relative third party performance increased, or as more people than normal voted third party, there were more a movement uh, to the Democrats. It also means that parties with a lower than a normal third party vote, the mass majority of which were in rural areas, and continued to move uh, to Republicans. Now, I'll read that once more. With lower than normal uh, third party vote, the vast majority moved to Republicans, and that would happen if they did not vote Libertarian, etc. They voted uh, straight tickets. What does this all tell us? In summary, the uh, 2016 election set in motion a split that uh, broke heavily for the previous, uh, from the previous midterm, especially in the rural and suburban uh, lines. But we also see that beyond a uh, one-to-one uh, vote equivalent to margin, especially in areas where Republicans lost ground, voters uh, wanted uh, who went to a third-party candidate in. 2018 seemed to break harder for the Democrats in 2016 uh, than uh, with the uh, Republicans. There's probably no doubt about that, because if, depending on what the party was, but if it were the Greens, they would have normally been Democrats in the first place if they were so inclined, or at least they were progressive. And the Libertarians, that could even turn into a 50-50 split, something I want to talk a little about here. Uh, we won't waste time on it. Now let's head back to the Washington Post. But we would get this pretty uh, quickly here. And uh, let's see, we get the we got the green card, we got the election. Uh, Craigslist and Facebook uh, face uh, on uh, Craigslist Facebook household items are from furloughed workers. This is from the Washington Post. We sort of jump back here. This is by uh, Taylor uh, Telford. A uh, federal worker in Morgan's uh, town of West Virginia. One thing you remember: a lot of federal workers in uh, West Virginia took to Facebook this week to sell uh, welding tools left behind by deceased father-in-law. Another uh, diehard <coughs> Star Wars fan in uh, Woodbridge, Virginia, did the same. A life-size replica of uh, Kalo Ren's and who the hell that was. Anyway. On sale uh, with uh, on eBay with five pages of things found around the house, they were selling Bibles and Tendo bed sheets and Dr. Seuss ties. Sells for um, ninety-three dollars eighty-eight cents, asking ten dollars. One federal worker put that we need money to pay bills, as hundreds of thousands of federal workers brace for the first missed paycheck. They did get paid for the holidays. Fortunately, they had to pay for the holidays. In uh, the U.S., uh, living paycheck to paycheck is a disturbing common, uh, regardless of professions or locations. That's a report from the Federal Reserve uh, Bill, uh, how little cushion most Americans have in their budget. Four in ten adults say they uh, can't uh, produce uh, $400 in emergency. That's a hell of a shape to be in uh, for working people, particularly that have cars and homes. The uh, shutdown, which began on Christmas, uh, took many federal workers by surprise. 
It's lasting longer than expected. Uh, DJ Trump said it would be long, so evidently DJ did tell the truth on that one. And uh, through garages, uh, closets, uh, basements, uh, bookshelves to find possessions and personal treasures to sell. You don't get very much for those. Uh, here's another national park worker named Elhart. Uh, since uh, 2005, uh, so he's been there over, what, 10 years? Uh, about 14 years, and uh, started a Facebook group for people uh, wanting to buy things from furlough uh, workers, hoping that they'd throw in a little extra. Guidance from uh, federal offices have provided of little comfort. So far, some workers say uh, no one in Washington seems to know how long the partial go. No, 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 no kidding. The Coast Guard published a tip sheet this week suggesting employees hold garage sales, sell things online, walk dogs, babysit, uh, become a mystery shopper to get by. Oh, boy. Amy uh, Corey, a librarian in uh, Morristown, North Carolina, who works as a contractor for the Environmental Protection Agency, is uh, running a government uh, shutdown online yard sale on Facebook, where she is uh, selling rare books from the 1800s. Uh, she also she uh, held uh, worn uh, volumes in her hand. We'll have to uh, put a uh, link to her Facebook. Anyway, two weeks into the shutdown, uh, Corey, 39, not engaged uh, right now, says she wants uh, to uh, be picking a uh, a wedding uh, date and selecting uh, and searching for a house where she and her fiancé can move to their new life. Well, I'll have to wait on that one for a while. The last time the uh, EPA's budget uh, allowed to stay open. Did she work for the Environmental Protection Agency? Uh, well, let's see. The second shutdown she's incurred in two years there, but the last time, oh, okay. Anyway, uh, go, dating back to 21 Day uh, was under Wild Bill Clinton. That was in uh, December of 2019 to January of 2000. Uh, get that right. Of uh, two, uh, Start over again. 1995 to January of 1996. Got to get Wild Bill in the right time there. Uh, here's some other character named uh, Simone, a safety inspector with the Federal Aviation Agency in Virginia. Said he was uh, uh, 